Hello, everyone. Welcome to Comard's class with Comard, your host. And guys, we've got a hell of a show in store for you today. I'm going to be doing a $600 giveaway to one lucky winner tonight. And I'll give you guys more details as we go. But tonight's class is going to be all about da, 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 branding and marketing. Woo, woo. Who doesn't want some branding and marketing skills, right? So real quick, though, before we dive in, I do want to talk about our sponsors. Why? Because our sponsors are badass, you guys. These guys are what help keep the show going and helping with the whole idea of, uh, you know, the hosting, the equipment, you name it. And they're just helping us out a whole lot with promoting the class as well. So. Give them a big shout out. Those guys do include the following. Smoosh Friends. Many friends, one heart. You guys can find them at smooshfriends.com. Love those guys. Please check them out if you're not familiar with them as of yet. Um, they have a hell of a project that's got a massive amount of utility. Primarily centered around the metaverse, you guys. Who doesn't want to be hanging out in the metaverse with some bad NFTs? I mean, like, really. All right, then I want to talk about my good friends over at Astro Zero. Guys, this is a community-driven and designed project to empower all NFT artists. You can find their website at astroelon.net. You guys, Astro Elon, for those of you that do not know, is a platform marketplace that is going to be coming. It is basically a gasless uh, marketplace, and I would definitely recommend checking that out. All right, so let's go on ahead and get started here, guys. I do have a lot of material I want to go over tonight. The whole idea behind this class tonight, you guys, is to give you, you know, the ideas and, and principles that some of these Fortune 500 companies are using to market and brand themselves. And it's a way for me to be able to give back to you guys because I love giving back to you guys and helping you guys out anywhere I can. I think of it as giving you a hand up rather than a handout. So here at Comard's NFTs, we want you guys to all succeed. And additionally, we're going to do what we can to help give you the tools to build a consistent and effective branding and marketing campaign to get you in front of the people that you need to be in front of. Now, the plan here is like anything in life, we all have to have a plan. Okay. So as an example, when we create an NFT project, what do we do? We create a roadmap. Well, isn't a roadmap pretty much a plan? And then we get all of our ducks lined up in a row, and boom, there we go. We've got our roadmap, right? So just like our project, we should always, always make sure that we've got a plan for everything. I mean, I even had a plan for my Discord when I built it, you guys. Right? So the biggest factor in your plans, when you publicly announce your plans, you guys, no matter what, I don't care if it costs you $500 out of pocket, if you make a promise about something and you're not able to follow through because of whatever reason, doesn't matter. Follow through anyway, even if it costs you the 500 bucks out of your own pocket. Why? Because it looks like you're an ass if you don't deliver upon what it is you say you're going to deliver. Now, here's the punchline to this whole thing. In the Web3 space, it <laughs> doesn't matter if it's your fault or not. Even if OpenSea goes down for 17 days, and so because they're down, you didn't get your project launched on time. Guess what? It's still your fucking fault. And it doesn't matter. I'm just telling you, take it from me. So make sure you keep all of your promises, period. Anything you tell your people you're going to do, make sure it's done. And handle it like a boss. All right? So what is branding, though? I mean, really, does anybody know what the core of branding is? You know, for a long time, I thought I had a grasp on it. and then. A while back, I started doing more homework and more research on it and trying to figure out what it is, okay? Branding is showing the world who you are, what you're about. It's your company's identity, your personality, your values, your trait, and your branding should reflect everything you do, not just in your guys' projects or products, but in the way that you deliver them to people, okay? Make sure that you're taking care of your employees, your team. If you have a team, take care of your team. And that's part of your branding. Because if you get known as being an asshole boss, ain't nobody going to want to come work for you. 
So that's not going to help your brand any, right? So in order to determine who your brand is, you need to ask yourself several questions. And this is an excellent place to begin, you guys. Understand that these questions here are not the only questions you can potentially ask yourselves. There's a number of questions that you can ask, and even ones that aren't even listed here. All right. So one of the questions would be, what are your core principles and values? What is right at the heart of your core? Now, for you guys, I'm going to tell you, for Comards, straight up, it's all about making the world a better place. Okay? And, and that's truly our mission, our core principle, our core value. It, and it answers the first two questions in our outline here, which is, what is your mission statement? Okay? Again, for Comards NFTs, it's about making our world a better place. You all see me using the hashtag all over the place of M-O-W-A-B-P. All right, so next thing you need to think about and be able to answer is what inspired you to build your NFT business? You know, for some people, it was a matter of restructuring their lives, you know, and, and myself as an example here, I come from the corporate world. And in that corporate world, I realized that number one, I wasn't happy. But number two, when the pandemic began, I lost my job. I was unemployed for six months. It was time for me to reinvent myself. I had applied at more than 250 different companies around the world. And all of them saying, we don't have anything for you. Sorry. Have a nice day. Good luck. <laughs> you know? And uh, so it got to the point where unemployment had run out. It got to the point where savings were dwindled to nothing. And I'm like, well, I've, I've got to do something. There, there's no option. I got to figure it out. And then it happened to come that I learned about NFTs and I got really intrigued by it because I thought, man, we could really make a difference there. You know, forget the corporate mindset. Let's make a difference. So that's how we got inspired to create Comard's NFTs. So what do you want to offer as far as your project, your products, your services, and to who is your target audience? Guys, these are the biggest two factors that you're going to need to know in order to be successful. Some of you guys probably have a pretty good idea, but I'm betting money most of you guys do not have it written down anywhere. Guys, write this stuff down. Look, I am a firm believer, and if you put it out there, it makes it real, right? So I tell you guys all the time, put sticky notes up on your mirror. Tell yourselves how beautiful you are and how fantastic of a day you're going to have. And I promise you, you'll start noticing that as you read that every morning when you go in to brush your teeth, you're going to start having that fantastic day that you're telling yourself you're going to have. Same principle here, guys. Now, one of the questions, and some of you guys have heard me ask it in some of our spaces where, I'm like, so what separates you from the other 10,000 projects that are out there? What, what makes you unique? What's your niche? All right, make sure that you understand the answer to that question for you. Because if you don't know the answer, you're not going to be able to tell anybody else. And people like me, I'll ask you. <laughs> so keep that in mind. So what is your internal company culture? That's important, guys. If you look at some companies like Facebook, as an example, they have kind of a laid back, relaxed kind of culture thing going on for them. You know, they play video games. They have company outings. They do all kinds of weird stuff. But when I say weird, I mean weird in comparison to the traditional corporate world. Okay. What is your professional sense of style? All of us have a style here, guys, including Comard and myself. And for me, it is about being direct. It is about being to the point, not beating around the bush. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for you guys. I'm not going to hold your hand and say, no, no, that's not how you do it. No, I'm going to tell you, if you drop the ball, you fucking drop the ball. That's my style. <laughs> Some of them, you know, and, and it's not everybody's cup of tea, and I know that. And I'm okay with that because no matter what, I know I'm never going to please 100% of the people 100% of the time. All right. So what are your communication characteristics? Guys, for those of you that don't understand that question, think of it as what kind of a character do you have when it comes to your communication style? I kind of just laid it out for you when I talked about 
my sense of professionalism. What do you want to come to mind when someone hears your business name? For Comart's NFTs, it has always been about making the world a better place. And so when I think about, you know, what do I want you guys to think of when you're thinking about Comart's NFTs? And for me, again, it still comes back to, even six months later, still comes back to the fact that I want you guys to think of a brand that is legitimately, sincerely interested in making the world a better place and willing to do whatever it takes to do that. What am I doing to, to make sure that that happens? Classes just like this one for you guys, free of charge. All you got to do is attend or listen to the podcast on Friday morning. You know, that's it. So that's just one example, guys. Um, how do you want people to feel when they think about your business and what it is that you do in your business? I want them to feel blessed. I want them to feel loved. I want them to feel like somebody legitimately cares about their well-being and about trying to help them succeed in one way or another, whether it's through retweets, whether it's through various new posts written and tagging people with it, whatever the case is. That's what I want people to think of. Now, how do I want my customers to describe me as a company? Oh, man. That one is probably one of the hardest ones to answer for me because I don't do well with, with compliments and stuff. And you guys know that, most of you guys. Um, so that one was pretty tough for me. But I would say that for me, I want that question to be answered with, Comard's NFTs is a company that is about more than a dollar. They don't give a shit about the dollar. What they do give a shit is about the people because they know that without the people, none of the successes that they've had or will have will ever take place. So answering these questions, you guys, will help you craft a full sense of what your brand is and what you want it to reflect. So do make sure to dig deep. Bounce them off some of your colleagues and your teammates or even your mentors. You probably noticed that all of the questions are related to your internal culture and operations. Branding is what you build on the inside, and it is that which will emanate externally to the market of your target audience. So all of the answers that I gave you for those questions, you guys, I would say I, I exude pretty well most of the time. You know, don't get me wrong. We're human. We all have our down days. But you know what? You get up, you dust yourself off. And you move on down the road. Now, remember that branding is not an overnight process. Guys, I can point that out better than anybody. It's taken us six months to get to where we're at. And we are, are getting closer and closer every day to uh, growing and, and just blowing up. Honestly, I don't want to blow up. I, I don't. Because one of the things that I've noticed throughout history is that businesses who all of a sudden just go from being this mom and pop shop struggling from one month to the next, paying their utility bills, paying their employees, things like that. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're worth millions overnight. Six years later, they're not there anymore. And that's a majority of those businesses that blow up like that. So I don't really want to blow up. Do I want to continue the growth that we're doing and, and at the rate we're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Because that way it's, number one, organic. Number two, it's sincere. Most businesses will spend a significant amount of time and or resources in developing and fleshing out their brand. Many turn it into a specialized branding or a specialized branding agency to help them. But there's other ways to go about it. And answering these questions, as I've said to you guys, is definitely one of the ways to, to help yourselves in that. All right. So... Just make sure that you're, you're sincere with yourself. And if you have other questions that come up along the way of, of you finding your answers, guys, write them down. Answer the question that you wrote down, all right? It's never going to hurt you to ask more than what you're actually thinking about. All right, so some of the steps that we're going to talk about here include steps to building an effective brand, okay? Let's talk about authenticity. I don't think there's anybody who knows Comard and Comard's NFTs that can say one thing about Comard not being authentic. Because I call it like it is. I don't care whose feathers I ruffle. And it's not because I don't respect other people's feelings. 
It's because I understand that no matter what I do, I'm never going to please everyone. But there is one person that I can please, and that is myself, and make sure that I'm following and adhering to my morals and values. Now, part of this, though, is making sure that it's built on a foundation of performance and delivery. So again, remember earlier I said that I don't want you guys to make promises that you cannot keep. And if you end up breaking those promises for any reason, whether it's your fault or not, it's still your fault. And it'll cost you out of your own pocket. And it's up to you to make sure that you handle that appropriately. Now, the other side of that is, is if you do not believe in what it is you're doing, whether it's your goods, your services, then nobody else will. And I know you guys have heard me say that before. And it doesn't matter how good of a facade you put up because your customers will always see right through it. Always. It might take them a week. It might take them two months. Doesn't matter, but they will see through it. So fundamentals, this is a fundamental factor that you have to have, you guys. Doesn't matter. Honesty. <laughs> I get accused of that all the time. <laughs> Honesty is vital to building a successful brand, you guys. Loyalty is faithfulness to commitments and or obligations and all successful brands. And I don't care. Find me one successful brand that you can say this isn't true for. And I would put money on it that you're wrong. Um, but all successful brands have loyal customer following or consumer following. Look at Apple. Your Apple guys, including myself, who is an Apple fanatic, everything I have pretty much is Apple. Why? I freaking love Apple. They're reliable. Their Apple Care is phenomenal. I can call them up at any point in time, and 99.9 .9 times out of 100, I can fucking get the answers that I'm looking for if I need their help. That's effective brand with honesty and loyalty built through being honest. If you're honest with your consumers, you guys, and yourselves about the products or services that you're supplying, you will build this trust, which will then transform into loyalty with time. Guys, nothing is built overnight, and if it is, it's false. It's a facade. It's all smoke and mirrors. Have a fundamental core set of values. Guys, for me, it starts with making the world a better place, which in order to do that, I have to be honest. In order to do that, I have to be authentic. In order to do that, I have to be direct with you guys. Kind of get the point, I hope. Effective brands are lived and authentic with deeply ingrained values unique specific to that firm meaning you guys your organizations your brands your teams your projects when somebody interacts with your brand these values will tell them exactly what to expect from you and tell your people how to meet those expectations strong messaging <laughs> i probably have some of that because I'm bold and I'm direct and I tell you what I want you to do. And sometimes you guys do it, sometimes you don't, and that's okay. Uh, again, I can lead you to water. Can't necessarily make you drink. Brand development starts with messaging, which is an art and a science in and of itself. Follow formulaic messaging components to create strong message and story that can be shared consistently when you're selling or talking about a brand. Simultaneously, messaging is not a script. You guys hear me all the time tell you when, you when you're talking about your pitches. Read it, read it, read it, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, and a recording on your smart devices until you have that sucker mastered, number one, so that it doesn't sound like it's a script. And number two, so that you can sound confident in what it is you're doing. Guys, do you have any idea how many pitches I hear in most given days where people are lacking confidence? Like legitimately, I, that doesn't inspire me to want to get behind them in any way or any capacity. You know, because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why should I? Know the message, know the brand well enough that you can say yes and improvise as needed, allowing your messages to evolve when necessary quality you guys let your art speak for itself even if you're selling something make sure that your product actually works and makes somebody's job easier not harder guys not all of this is going to apply to you in in that respect but most of you it will because you guys have utilities in the backgrounds on your nft projects 
you know, that are written into the contracts or some of them aren't even written into the contracts. Some of them are just, okay, I got to write this down so that I can get that done. Da, 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 da. You know, and, and as an example, we'll talk about the hundred trees that Comard's plants for every NFT that we sell. Okay. That is a manual thing that I literally sit here. I have a notebook dedicated to just my tree planting. That's it. It's just a small one. You know, one of those little pocket notebooks, but I have it sitting here on my desk. And every time I see a sale come in, I mark down 100 trees, 100 trees. And each week when we have trees to plant, I plant those trees. We always plant them on Monday, you know? So again, make the job easier, not harder. Ensure that no matter what it is that you're offering, there's a robust, robust team to help you streamline and customize your product to adapt to the client's needs and uses. Guys, there's so many projects out there right now that are not doing that. You know, they're, they're starting with super, super high floor prices that doesn't necessarily meet the audience or the usage from the audience. And that's okay. You know, some of those projects are designed that way on purpose because they're meant to be exclusive. They're meant to fit the higher end of fine art, fine whatever. So don't worry about that if that happens to be the case for your project. But you need to know who your audience is. One branding fundamental that is vital to building a successful brand is identifying your target audience and then creating strategic marketing and campaigns that will appeal to that market and to that audience. By utilizing various monitoring tools, you'll be able to provide insight and analytics into how your campaigns are performing. You can adjust them accordingly to ensure that they're effective. Guys, some of the tools that you have available right now, right out of the gate and just from Twitter alone would include tools like Twitter Analytics that's provided by Twitter. You're not going to get any closer to being accurate than the analytics that Twitter themselves is providing. Um, from the engagement, from the number of likes, the number of follows, you name it. The most popular tweet you put out that week, that month, that day, whatever. All right. So utilize those tools. They also have another one for you guys to find out when your audience is online. Guys, this tool is probably one of the most effective tools that I use. And I put the meat and potatoes of our content out during those times. Okay. So if you see a massive post come out that's super informative, chances are that's at a time that we have the most people online, according to Twitter. Post when it's appropriate. Think about your first approach. A customer first approach is absolutely essential and vital, period. There's no equation to it. There's no guesswork. There's no nothing. So what I mean by that is, is when you get in front of a new customer for the first time, that is your chance to shine. Guys, that's a first impression. You'll either decide right then and there, if you go to see a new business or a new project, you'll decide nine out of 10 times whether or not that's a project that you want to investigate more or whether you're just going to scroll on. Now, your ability to disrupt and keep peace with technological changes that are added and evolving with customer behavior is the mantra to business success in the current digital age. Guys, we are at the forefront of this battle line. All right. And what I mean by that is, is Web3 is still brand spanking new. There are almost 8 billion people on the planet. And guess what? 2% of them, 2, 2% of people on the planet are involved in NFTs in some way, shape or form. Now, over the course of the next five to 10 years, that's going to do a complete flip and it'll be 2% of the people are not involved in web three slash NFT metaverse. So right now we get to set the standards. Think about that for a minute. In order to create a value with better propositions, you need to ask basic yet deceptively smart questions such as who, what, how, and why. Okay. so. Let's start with it. The who. Who is your audience? Who is your target market? And narrow it down demographically as much as you can. Because the more you can narrow it down and know without any doubt whatsoever who your exact audience is, it's going to make it so much easier for you to target that specific audience with your messaging that you're putting out. Whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I don't care where it's at. It's going to allow you to do those things. 
what? What are you offering? Most of you guys already have that down pat. How? How are you going to deliver what it is you're offering? Most of you, again, have pretty well got that figured out. Some of you, not yet, and that's okay. But you'll get there, and this is one of the ways that you're going to get there. Now, why? Why do you want to do this? You guys, if this is a question you cannot answer with sincerity in your hearts, you're doomed. Nothing else matters outside of the why. You have to be very, very clear about it and be very, very sincere about it when you answer that question. And this question specifically is for yourselves, not for you to ask your communities, your, your families, your team, your anything else. As the owner, it's up to you to ask this of yourself. What is the relevance? Now, I tend to think of relevant as being relevant to my audience. How does my avatar, my customer, is it a key for success? You really need to understand what it is that their deepest desires are and the problems before positioning your company's brand as the solution. What does your company mean to others? So when I say that, you guys, if you look at the Comards Org, that's our brand. That's, that's what we're building our brand on. Why did we pick the orc? Because I'm rugged. I'm somewhat aggressive-ish. <laughs> not intentionally, but I am aggressive-ish. Okay. Um, I'm not everybody cup of tea because I'm direct and I'm bold and I'm to the point and I don't pull lines. I just don't. So the orc fits because he's rugged. He's brutish. I mean, kind of fits, right? So what problem are you really trying to solve and why should a consumer pick you over others? Well, for Comard's NFTs, let's start with we all need to breathe. Our kids, grandkids, great-grandkids all need to breathe. Comard's NFTs erases their entire carbon footprint from NFTs by planting 100 trees per NFT sold. So not only do we erase our entire carbon footprint, we actually put more back than we're taking out exponentially. That's a pretty good reason if you ask me. I don't know about you guys, but I like breathing. Seems like a good idea. I think if we stop breathing, we're going to have problems. So, you know, what about the fact that we're bringing awareness to charity organizations and NGOs from around the world that some of us have never even heard of? Those guys are on the front lines of making the world a better place, aren't they? You know, think about the Interval House in California. Or think about the Rose Knight Foundation, who is serving 568 Ugandan children in 13 different orphanages over in Uganda. Wow, that's pretty important. Because guess what? Again, kids are the future. If we don't take care of the kids, we're not going to have a future. It only makes sense to do the best you can for the kids. Once you've nailed that down, you can brand your company appropriately. Define your purpose. Guys, our mission statement does that for us. Making our world a better place. The critical ingredient to building a brand for a company to have a clear statement of purpose. This is not a description of what the company does. Take notice. Making our world a better place. It's not what we do. It's a part of us. But it's not what we do. But why does a company do it? Because it makes the world a better place. That's why Comarts does what Comarts does. Too often we confuse the what with the why, which ultimately will undermine the authenticity and the level of trust that you guys are going to have. Be clear. One fundamental thing about building a brand is developing a clear an immediately identifiable voice. It's funny because I can go into a space, even with, with other speakers not necessarily up there, and as soon as I start talking, if you're not even watching the screen, most of you guys know who I am, just from my voice, just from the way that I carry myself in a space. The voice, when created with consistency and care, will speak for all members of the organization the moment each one of them enters a room. Wow. 
That's deep, right? The moment somebody enters the room. In this way, it is instructive to imagine the company as a corporeal entity in order to ask what it would be to this immediate context or in this immediate context. So my message is pretty clear most of the time. No matter what advice I'm giving out, no matter what it is that I'm saying, I'm telling you guys, it's about building relationships with other people. Forget the dollars, forget the shills. Half of you guys can't even tell me the last time I shilled. Honestly, I don't even know the last time I shilled. Not like legitimately. <laughs> it's been a while. Because why? I don't care about the dollars. What I do care about is helping each and every single one of these people that are in these spaces and in these classes and, and trying to make a better life for themselves, for their families, in whatever way it is. That's what I care about. And I know that at some point, it'll come back. It'll come back to me. Most of you guys know me as a man of love and positivity. And I am. But like you guys, don't think I'm infallible. Because <laughs> I'm not. Consistency and cohesiveness. Guys, I unfollowed 700 accounts today that were following us. 700. And actually, I think it was a little bit more than that. It's probably closer to 750. The reason I unfollowed 700 accounts today is because every single one of those accounts had not tweeted in at least 30 days. I even posted a tweet about it, showing a video. I have a video out about it. That's not the first 700 I followed for unfollowed for doing that. Not posting in 30 days. If you look at my follow to follower ratio here on Twitter, you're going to see that we're about 3.5, 4,000, something like that less than we have following or than we're following or following us. Most all of those are brands slash projects that have not tweeted in 30 plus days. I came across one today, you guys. That had not tweeted in 96 days. Guys, that's like having a fucking McDonald's. You got their permission to push their product. You got the inventory and your walk-in coolers and freezers. You've got the 25 kids that you need working for minimum wage to help you get the food pushed out. And you never open the doors. You don't even open a drive through You're just going to sit there and look at it like, yeah, I got my McDonald's. Now what? Like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Guys, that's inconsistency. And that is a key element. A common branding mistake is lack of consistency, which happens often to companies as they increase their headcount. And when I say their headcount, I'm referring to their team and or their communities, especially within the NFT space. Do not, do not, do not fumble on consistency. Tweet regularly. Tweet often, tweet similar content, meaning the types of content, not necessarily the exact same pose, but be consistent with the types of content that you're producing, the types of content that you're putting out, the types of NFTs you guys are putting out. If you go from one extreme to another, and I'll give you an example here. If you go from horror NFTs to adult NFTs, wait a minute. <laughs> those are on the opposite end of the spectrum. That's not real consistent. So the brand, the look, the voice, the tone should flow from a pattern and platform so that it's recognizable and identifies the brand at a very first glance. This can be done with logo uniformity, harmonic typography, and proper utilization of brand colors. If you look at the Komar Zork, he is green, with a red shirt, a yellow background, and an accent of uh, uh, red lines for our, uh, oh my gosh, our Yig Disrill. So, guys, consistency. Now, if you've got a niche product, a niche brand, a niche project, it's, it's okay. Let's face it. Building a brand is difficult, if not impossible, for a small company, number one. Branding is typically the domain of national firms. So the solution is to focus on those niche markets. Don't think that just because you're really, really niche, that it's not going to benefit you to, to utilize these tools. 
Okay, you just need to better understand it so that you can get the message out to your niche market in a lot easier of a fashion. People are looking for your products, your services, which will in turn give you the utility to be seen through multiple channels by the same consumer groups. Now I want to talk about a couple of marketing tools. Okay. The first one I want to talk about is Form Finder. And what it is, is the a branding and marketing kind of template. And you'd go through there. There's a link in the outline, which will be posted in the show notes, but on Friday. But this thing is pretty extensive and it's pretty elaborate, really. If you can go through that and get everything answered and nailed down and fine-tuned for your answers, you're going to be in pretty damn good shape. Now, there's another tool that's actually available through Google, and it's called Google Primer. Guys, it's not a bad tool. It gives you tips every day on how to do different things and things that are working versus things that are no longer working. It's just a great little tool. So it is an app in the Play Store. Go check it out. Um, I personally do not have it because why? I don't have Android. So therefore, I can't have it. But I have seen it because I do have friends that have it, and, and it's a pretty neat little app. So next up, relationships. Now, by definition, a relationship is a state of affairs that exists between those having relations and or dealings. So while we're on that topic, let's talk about collaborations. Now, if you're in a collaboration with somebody, wait a minute, aren't you forming a relationship to do that? Oh, yeah. The importance of a relationship should be among the highest of priorities for all of you. Why? I'll tell you why. Because people have built relationships. The people you have built relationships with are the same people that will have the power to determine whether or not you get fucking stuck in a rut in the sand or if you can continue moving forward. Never, ever forget that. You guys hear me say all the time, relationships, relationships, build meaningful and lasting relationships. They're two-way streets. Guys, you have to be willing to give more than you're ever going to receive. Now, that does not mean to allow people to manipulate you and take advantage of you, all right? Do not allow people to take advantage of you. And I promise you, if Komard feels like he's being taken advantage of, it's done. Game over, dude. Game over. Because Komar will straight walk away. You know, don't mistake Komar's kindness for weakness, because I promise you, he's not weak. And you guys should have that same mentality. Do not let people take advantage of you. When it comes to, you know, building relationships, you all need to go out of your way every single day to meet one new person and begin blossoming that relationship. And think about this for a minute. If you build one new relationship every day throughout an entire single year and those people become friends, now you've just gained a friendship conglomerate of 365 people in one year. Now, let's talk about doing that over a decade. And then each one of those friends also do the same thing. You guys see where I'm going with this? All of a sudden, that circle is going to go, and you're going to have hundreds of thousands of people within that circle that you've built relationships with. Now, you may not get to know all of them. You may not even get to know all of their first names. And that's okay. As long as you show the same respect to anybody that you've shown from the get-go. Social media and impact. One of the most powerful impacts on brand marketing is certainly the social media arena. Guys, social networks are where consumers spend a pretty massive amount of time. Um, even myself, I spend quite a bit of time on, you know, other networks that don't have anything to do with NFTs. You know, some of them include my hobbies like wood burning. And yes, I have a hobby of wood burning. I love wood burning. My wife has a hobby of doing dreads for people. You know, we spend quite a bit of time in, in other areas of the social arena. But that being said, it's a good chance for you to connect with friends family, even people you don't know. You can get recommendations for products, services, and even engaging with some of those brands. Most of your bigger Fortune 500 brands that are on social media 
utilize those social medias as a way of customer service, just as an example. And as I'm going to give you guys a stat here, 97% of Gen Zers say that they use social media to get shopping recommendations. 97% of Gen Zers say they use social media to get shopping recommendations. So wait a minute, you're telling me that only 3% of Gen Zs don't do that? Oh, snap. Man, we should be referring each other, shouldn't we? I mean, with stats like that, how can a brand like ourselves afford not to use social media as part of our branding and marketing strategy? Now, brand marketing on social media is not just simply by putting up a fucking tweet or a video or some bullshit like that. You literally need to put thought into what it is you guys are putting out there, you guys. Don't just throw stuff up and hope it sticks. Now, on the same token, I also tell you guys, test different things. Find out what's going to work. Test one type of content or, or one type of post or one type of, of engagement request that you're asking for for a week. And then go back and look at your stats and find out exactly what kind of results you got from that. If you got fewer results with engagement, can that shit and find something else. Do it again the next week. Tell you guys that all the time. It's an opportunity to interact with your consumers, i.e. other projects, i.e. other brands, and an opportunity to boost your brand image by creating positive experiences for them. This is born out of doing things such as surveys. 71% of users say they would recommend a brand to a family and or friends after a positive interaction on social media. Guys, that's nearly like, that's three quarters, just under three quarters of 100% of users say that they're going to recommend you to a friend or a family member based on a positive interaction with you. Be positive. Show love and positivity to everyone. An example is responding to messages or comments quickly and effectively. This allows you to make your consumers feel appreciated and cared for. And there is no more powerful marketing tool than that, you guys. Look how responsive I am when it comes to, when it comes to, well, what used to be DMs, but I don't fuck with DMs much anymore. But if I'm tagged, you guys notice how fast I respond? Any of you guys? Like, I'm on it. Like, baby, <laughs> we getting them ribs, okay? So... Think of social media as a two-way communication tool that you can use between your brand and your customers, and you will ensure that it has the most positive and uplifting impact on your brand marketing. Guys, do you think other people don't see how responsive Comart is? What do you think their opinions are of that? What are your opinions of that? Just makes sense, right? Be responsive. Even if it's ugly or bad press and somebody's pitching a bitch about something that you did or didn't do or your project or your whatever. Respond. Do it professionally. Do it positively. But respond. Because guess what? That's a great opportunity not only for you to diffuse the situation with that specific consumer or that specific person, but even better, it's transparent and people are going to see who the fuck you really are. Because if somebody's coming at you with guns blazing, Nine out of ten times, most people will just be madder to hornet's nest and retaliate. They're not even gonna, they're not even gonna fucking think about it. They're just gonna, and that's it. Okay, but this is your opportunity to shine. So even a negative PR is not necessarily negative. Okay, so one of the things that I I put in the outline guys and I I do have a tweet that I've put out several times as well as on social other social media platforms and I will continue to be uh reposting it throughout the next several weeks and or days and it's valuable branding and link building you guys there are more than 350 social networks out there there are more than 50 link index services that are similar to uh, Koji, similar to Telly, similar to Linktree. All right. They're all out there. How many of them are you guys on? Like legitimately? Like how many of the social networks do you have a profile on? Three, five, ten maybe? 
I would say the average person is somewhere between five and 10. The average project within the NFT sphere on Twitter, somewhere between five and 10, give or take. You know how many Comarts has? 75. Well, how do you find time to manage them all? Guess what? I don't. You know what I did do, though? I did this. I created my profile, maintained a brand across the board from the bio to the PFP to the name. And then I created a post, only one. And that post gives what we do, who we are, why we do what we do, and where you can get involved with us. Oh, wait, that's on Twitter. Hmm. So now I just created 60 plus different funnels for other networks to Twitter. I'm reaching audiences that I wouldn't reach if I wasn't on those platforms. So no, I don't manage all of them every day. I do probably somewhere between 10 and 15 every day. And it's the same 10 or 15 every single day. This list is pretty extensive that I gave you guys in this outline, which again, it will be in the show notes. Um, you guys will be able to see it on Friday uh, in the podcast. Um, but let's talk about link index sites too. There's 50 of them, you guys. Guess what? Comarts has a profile on just about every single one of them, as long as it was free. Why? Same reason. Because no matter what platform somebody prefers, they can find Comarts NFTs. And guess what? They're going to get directed to the same place, Twitter. Maybe Instagram, but generally Twitter or my telly page. Every time you create a profile on a social network, and I don't give a shit if it's Clubhouse, I don't give a shit if it's fucking MySpace, okay? You are creating a link within Google that will direct them back to you. If you Google search right now, and I mean right now, if you Google search for Comard's NFTs, there are 6,100 plus links linking back to Comard's. Wow. That's a lot. But I bet, and I'm not going to call anybody out, but I bet if I searched any one of the, the people that I'm friends with on Google, they're at best halfway to that. Half as many backlinks. Backlinks are good. Not everybody likes Twitter, you guys. Not everybody likes Beacons. Not everybody likes Linktree. Keep that in mind. Be where your audience is. Plain and simple. Be where they are. That doesn't mean you have to use it every single day. Oh my God, do you know how much time I would spend if I tried to post something every single day, at least once a day, on every single network we're on? I already get my ass kicked by posting a motivational tweet or a motivational post every single morning to 200 Discord servers plus 10 or 15 social networks. You think I got time? <laughs> You're out of your minds. No way. All of the above networks in that list, you guys give the ability to create profiles and links to your primary networks, such as Twitter. Be sure to create at least one post on each of those networks, whether you intend to use it or not, to tell people about your brand, what you do, who you are, where you're at, and the best places to engage and interact with you. This is the most important step, especially when it comes to the social media platforms that you have no intentions of using, like Comards with MySpace. None. None. Why is it the most important step? Because without giving them direction on where to find you, they're not coming. You have to build that up and, and, and get them to that point. guys. I know this class was a little bit longer than normal. I do want to apologize for that, but there was a lot of content here that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, and we will be going on ahead and moving into the Twitter space so that we can open up the floor for questions and answers and just general discussion about the content that we produced and, and provided to you today. Um, now, before I do that, though, I do have a, a window open that is a random uh, wheel of names thing. <laughs> and I've got a list of names for everybody 
that uh, has retweeted that tweet out at some point uh, throughout the last two to three days of the, the space. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually put that into the will of names and everybody's name is going to go in there and we're going to draw one name to win the $600 prize that I had mentioned previously. Now, some of you guys know that Comars a few weeks ago had been invited to start doing coaching services. That price was established by one of the first clients that we had as a coach. So what I'm going to do is for one lucky person, I'm going to give you three hours of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, which is valued at $600. Why am I doing that? Because there's a, there's a few reasons. The first of which is because of the fact that you guys have always, most of the time, shown a tremendous amount of support for Comard's NFTs. And as a result of doing that, I just felt like it was super important to show you guys the same kind of love and respect and help you out where I can when possible. Okay. And this is one of those ways that I'm going to be able to do that. Give me a second here. I'm going to get this name spinner going. All right. So I'm not real sure who this person is off the top of my head. It's interesting. Figured I would know him. But it's KR Captures Knight, or KR Captures is their, their Twitter tag. So KR, if you're hearing this podcast as a podcast, or if you're in the live Twitter space, I would encourage you to reach out to me. Uh, let's, let's set something up. I will be sending you a DM as well to let you know that you are the winner of a three hours worth of coaching from me. And uh, we can get that scheduled so that we can get you taken care of, okay? With that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you all so much for tuning in. I love you. Remember to ask yourselves, what did you do to make the world a better place? And don't forget to tune in next week.